So, uh, Gorangaradu, uh, already there, but not for me. I need to see it also. I didn't bring my songbook. This is a song by Srila Narottam Das Thakur in praise of Sri Gauranga Mahaprabhu, who appeared in this world, very mercifully, 526 years and one day ago. Today is the celebration of Jagannath Mishra, Jagannath Mishra Mahotsav. So we can sing this. <coughs> Actually, this clapping hands is also some Western idea, Paschimi Sanskriti. It's all mixed up. Gorangera Tuti Pada Charadhanga Pada Jai, 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 Jai,
Whoever has the two lotus feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as his wealth, such a person knows the essential bhakti ras. So everyone has something which is very dear to them. Everyone is very dear to themselves. Everyone loves themselves. Apart from that, if one's consciousness is expanded above that of a baby who only thinks of his own interest, then there's some broader interest. Generally people have loved ones. If we see a man opens his wallet or on the desktop of their computer or on their mobile phone or iPod or whatever, many people keep a picture of their wife and child or maybe just their child or maybe just their wife or someone. In Bangladesh, I often used to see men would open their wallet and the picture of their mother would be there. So everyone has someone. Although in the modern age, many people, maybe not in India, but some people, they like to have no one. Just me, me and me. That's all. As I several times related... Uh, in Helsinki which is for those of you who only study science and never study geography is the capital of Finland which is a country in Europe which is a continent on this earth I was uh, well our temple president there because it's a very small temple they he has a rented apartment close to the temple. So sannyasis stay there when they visit there. And it's a very small apartment. And the whole building is full of apartments that size. It's just one room with a bed and enough space for one chair and a TV and a toilet and bathroom and washing machine space in there on one side at the entrance, and the other side of the entrance is a kitchenette, not a full-size kitchen, but enough to, enough space to make yourself some coffee and rinse the glass afterward. 
And the whole building, whole big apartment was full of that. Just apartments for people to live in alone. Because no problem. You live by yourself, you have no problems. People like to live like that all their life. And at the end of life, they'll be put in some home for dying people and they'll die. And that's their whole life. They have no friends, no family, and they like it like that. So, it's a very impersonal kind of civilization. But most people have loved ones. And it used to be an extended family in which people did everything together. Now it's small family. The famous Hamdo Hamare Do. Hamdo Hamare Ek. Hamdo Me Ek Hum. Gets less and less. But everyone has someone to love. What is that? You need someone, got to get someone, to something like that. Someone. There are so many songs. It's 1960s songs. You need someone to love. You've got to get someone to love. And so on. So Narottam Das says that who has made thee wealth, their wealth. Some people love money. <laughs> their main concern is money. Most people, yeah, but they, they have a family also, so they like to share it. It's not just money, 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 but money, 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 and family also. Not just money. So, Narottam Das says, who has got the lotus feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as the wealth of his life? means... What, we, what gives meaning to our life? What is the center of our life? What is the purpose of our life? If we ask most people, what, what, is the, what keeps you going? What makes you tick? Most people don't think about it, but they'll say, well, I have my family, my career, and then some people have hobbies, stamp collecting, that's a very boring hobby. There's some bungee jumping, parachuting, cooking, eating. These are all different hobbies. Yes, some people, most people just eat, but some people, they're really into it. They make it like gourmet. They're called gourmet. They're very interested in eating delicious food at every opportunity. So everyone has some interest in their life. And someone has, everyone has some central interest. For many people, well, in the country which I grew up in, which, uh, as you all know, is the really only civilized country in the world, namely uh, England. You don't know all that? <laughs> That's the propaganda which they've successfully propagated for the last couple of hundred years ago or so, and people seem to believe it. So, uh, 
in that country, what, what really makes like the real center of people's lives is their football team, which is pretty miserable because, you know, only one wins the league every year and all the rest are losers. So maybe that's why English people are so miserable all the time because they all, everyone wants their team to win, but only one comes out at the end as the winner. Right now they're trying to start all this in India with the Indian professional league cricket nationalism. My country means more to me. Never, never forget the Kargil warriors. They'll say they said. Remember Kargil? Anyone remember? Yeah, remember. But more or less, it's forgotten. The great heroes of Indian independence. Who cares for them now? All these. Uh, Mahatma Gandhi, they, once a year they light a candle and then the rest of the year they forget him. Then uh, there's so many. So. But Narottam Das, he recommends make the meaning of our life the two lotus feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In another song, which Narottam Das sang about Nityananda, he sings... Nitaye charana satta tahara shevaka nitta. This is something real. Everything else is unreal, has no actual meaning. Even our family and friends, the example is given in Shastra, and it's a realistic example, that if you see in a river, some sticks are floating and they may, by the force of the current, some sticks may come together. And they float down the stream together, join together for some time and then again by the force of the current they are separated. So family life is like that. By the current of time people are brought together and by the current of time they are separated. And we lament. I lost my mother, sister, friend, daughter, and so on. Another example is given in Shastra of guests in a hotel. You go and you have some business, you go to some place, you go in the hotel. Of course, we don't do this, but uh, normal people, that means insane people, people are not Krishna conscious. They eat in hotels. They, just, they go here and there. They don't eat prasad. So, they may sit at a table in the hotel and eat and someone else is there and they'll make friendship with them. Maybe two, three days in a row they'll see them. Where are you from? What business are you doing? How's it going? This, that. And then they separate it, and they never see each other again. Or maybe they'll strike up some business relationship or whatever. But it's a casual relationship. Maybe on the train or plane you meet someone, hello, how are you, where are you coming from? And then you get out, goodbye, and never see them again. So it's a casual relationship. And family relationships, they're like that, but they're a little longer, that's all. So it's not a good policy to become very deeply attached. 
unless the family members are devotees of Krishna, in which case that relationship becomes eternalized. So, make the goal of our life, make the center of our life, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is Narottanda. He himself is living that completely. His whole life, Narottandas, from childhood. He is born in a respectable, opulent family, but in use he ran away from home to Vrindavan and lived there under the feet of his Shiksha Guru, Sri Jeev Goswami, and learned all the Shastra. And on the order again of Jiva Goswami, came back to Bengal and preached Krishna conscious. And even though he was a great scholar, he composed these so many songs in very simple language so that common people could have access to the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, just like this song which we just sung. It's in very simple language, but it has all the profound truths which are uh, to be found in all the Vedas and uh, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, all the truths about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So such a person who makes Chaitanya Mahaprabhu the, the wealth of his life, the, the, the point at which, for which one is living, the reason for one's to live, such a person knows or can know what is bhakti rasasa, what is the essence of bhakti rasa. So bhakti has been preached widely, spread widely in India and in some forms uh, in different parts of the world. What is the essence of that? What is the essence of bhakti? Who, who would like to say, in short term, without giving a lecture, who would like to say some offering? Of course, there could be various answers. One thing is, uh, having cell phones going off is not the essence of bhakti. So. It's, it's very difficult, you know, we're trying to communicate such high teachings. If we can't even communicate, please turn your cell phone off. We're not going to go very far. It's unfortunate. Some people would like to listen. So, any offerings? Give us a verse or a few words of your own. What is the essence of bhakti? Yeah, what would you like to say in this regard? To satisfy Krishna's senses. Very good. That's exactly what I was going to hear. Anyabhila ashita shunyam jnanaka madhyana abrita manukulena krishna rishilanam bhakti rutama. Sarvopadi. These are all definitions of pure devotional service. Sarvopadi vinir muktam tatparadvena nirmalam. Vishikena Vishikesham Sevanam Bhaktir Uchate. All right. Well, actually, the first answer was the one I was looking for, which uh, 
Yeah, it's it's definitive. They're all definitive, but it's the very clearly the point is stated. You know the verse for that one? Atendriya priti vancha tare balaikam krishnendriya priti icha dhare premanam. This is the essence. Negative and positive. Whatever we desire for our own sake, for our own satisfaction, that is material lust. When we desire simply to satisfy Krishna's transcendental senses, that is called praying. So this is the essence. Krishnate akila cheshta, to condense it even more. Everything should be done for the sake of Krishna. For Kr what does Krishna want? So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he taught this and he revealed that the exemplars of this are Ramya Kachedupasana Vrajavadhu Vargenaya Kalpita, the gopis of Vrindavan. So this is the essence of bhakti. But that, that can be appreciated by those who make Chaitanya Mahaprabhu the, ex, the, the exclusive uh, wealth of their lives. This is uh, exclusivity. It means we only want Krishna. I want to surrender to Krishna... But I also want to have a nice house and a nice car and this and that. We may have so many desires. That is normal in this material world. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, by his pastime, showed that to be a normal person is not a very good qualification for being Krishna conscious. Because normal in this material world means... Punarapi jananam, punarapi maranam. That's normal. Be a good, respectable, murha, and get born as a snake, a frog, a cat, a dog, and so many others, and then again get born and become a good, respectable person, and go on and on and on. So, one has to cut out from this cycle of birth and death and fully surrender to Krishna. And there'll never be any we may think, well, people won't approve of it. And I don't like to be uh, disapproved by other people. So, all right, let me wait for another 8,400,000 births and next time I'll try it. Next time round. And maybe next time people will approve it, but they'll never approve of it. 8,400,000 is a big enough number in itself, and when you multiply it by infinity, it becomes infinity. It means, punarapi jaranam, punarapi, 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 again and again. There's no end to it. So unless and until we become fully absorbed in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then welcome to the pig pen. You can be a happy pig in the pig pen. Or you can be a happy Indra. 
or happy worm in store. Very happy, very happy life. Everything's there. All food, shelter, no need of clothing, none of these things. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, very unusual life from the perspective of ordinary people. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is extraordinary in his searching for Krishna. He left home to search out where is Krishna, how to find Krishna, and then how to give Krishna to others. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He's tasting bhakti rasa sa, and he's distributing that. Two things side by side. Yeah, this is Gorangera Modhur Lila, Jara Karne Prabeshila, who in whose ears those pastimes, the very sweet pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will enter. His heart will become purified by that. Now we might think, well, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes, they're not very sweet. See, he left all his friends and family. That's not very sweet. Shaved his head. It's not very sweet. He would uh, lie down on the floor without any comfortable bedding. Where is the sweetness? But the sweetness is that to taste the sweetness of Krishna, then he did not want any connection with any trace of any material sense enjoyment. So this sweetness of Krishna consciousness can be appreciated by persons who no longer aspire to find sweetness in this material world, which is not sweet. It's a very nasty place. The whole endeavor of material civilization is to try to make happiness in a place where there is no happiness. Therefore, it's insane. Actual happiness is at the lotus feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And great devotees like Narottam Das, they communicate that to us. Whoever takes the name, says the name, Gauranga, to such a person there is the uh, awakening of praying, Krishna praying. So Narottam, he congratulates such a person. So we are also chanting Hare Krishna mantra. That's also prayer to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So whoever says the name of Gauranga, the, the awakening of Prem is there. Of course, it is better to follow all the rules and regulations of devotional service because... Uh, Otherwise, our acharyas have analyzed that we may be superficially chanting the name Gora, 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 
But where's the praying? There's no praying because we are uh, offensive. Of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he doesn't accept offenses, but his devotees do not allow people to misuse the process of bhakti to insult Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So we have to be guided and follow the process as it is, then we can actually get the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Then there will be gradual awakening of prema. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructed Rupa Goswami. Actually, we don't have so much time. There's so many things to say. Rupa Goswami, uh, he instructed Rupa Goswami in the process of devotional service. So Rupa Goswami... Um, recorded all that in various books, what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught him. And Rupa Goswami taught the process of devotional service by which Prem, Krishna Prem, awakens. There is a process. Ado Shraddha Tata Sadhu Sangha Ataha Bhajana Kriya Tato Narata Nivritisya Tato Nishta Ruchis Tata Atasaktis Tato Bhava so there's a process. First, some initial faith, then association with devotees, then taking up the process of Krishna consciousness very seriously. Then there is uh, the uh, gradually the unwanted things within the heart, become diminished. Calm, crowd, lobe, all these things. Lust, greed, anger, all these things become diminished. And, uh, then, one becomes uh, very steady and fixed in Krishna consciousness. Then, one actually has a taste for Krishna consciousness. That will be seen that when one no longer has a taste for topics of this material world, then it is possible to have a taste for Krishna consciousness. Then one becomes very strongly attached to Krishna consciousness. Then emotional feelings, the emotional state of Krishna consciousness becomes not just sometimes, but all the time, and that matures into praying. So, Jaigauranga Namaloi Tar Hoi Premodar. One who chants the name of Goranga, there is the arising or the awakening of praying. Still, the process has to be gone through. See, uh, then, Goranga Gunete Jhure, Nitta Lila Tare Shfure. Shejan Bhakti Adhikari who upon hearing about or considering the transcendental qualities of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sometimes cries not making an exhibition of it but if there is naturally upon considering the qualities of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then the heart melts and one cries then to such a person the eternal pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu 
they are revealed and that person becomes eligible to actually enter into bhakti. Now, generally among ourselves, when we talk about bhakti, we refer to the stage that we are at, which is doing what we can, chanting rounds and doing what we can in Krishna consciousness. But here, bhakti, in this context, Narottam Das says bhakti, this means that the uh, perfect stage of full absorption in Krishna's pastimes, always serving Krishna in the spiritual world. To understand all these topics, of course, one has to study Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. To, otherwise, who is Gauranga? Who will know who is Gauranga? Gauranga is Krishna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. But he's come as a devotee of Krishna. So these are all very deep and mysterious topics. So one is recommended to carefully practice devotional service, study, hear from, have explained to oneself Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, and then enter the topics of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. One may enter before that, but it will be a more natural progress if one goes through all these uh, preliminary topics first. Preliminary, Srimad Bhagavatam, to say preliminary, well, it's such advanced subject matter. Narottam Das is summarizing everything, making very easy the whole philosophy of Krishna consciousness in his songs. But... In this song, he's stating the essence of everything. But then again, to understand it, we have to hear in detail all these different points. So, Gorangera Shongigone. Who, who are these person? Who are these great personalities who are associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? We read in Chaitanya Charitamrita about the the six Goswamis of Vrindavan, or the. Uh, there are others also who went before Lokanath, Bhugarbha. They're not actually mentioned much in Chaitanya Charitamrita. There's so many devotees. Srubdhamada, Ramanandarai, Shikimahiti, Shikimahiti's sister, Madhavi Devi. They're all mentioned. All, so many great devotees are mentioned. And in more recent times, Krishnadas Kaviraj, Narotandas himself, Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, Srila Prabhupada, these are not ordinary people. You should never think they are. Bhakti, you know, who is Bhakti Nautaka? He was a magistrate. You could say that. It's not untrue, but it's, it's not how he should be remembered. So who are these personalities? We can understand them. They've, they've gone from this world in one sense, but they remain in their teachings. 
So we can understand who they are by perusing their teachings. And then we can understand, or we should understand, that these are not ordinary persons. These are great pure devotees of Krishna, whose bhakti, that is, they are bhakti adhikari, they are eligible for bhakti. Their bhakti is not like our bhakti, when we're just trying to practice. But they have come to the world with the same mission as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to bring bhakti, to bring Krishna consciousness to the world. So, if one can understand what is the status, what is the purity, what is the greatness of these great pure devotees of Krishna, if we can understand that personalities like Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Srila Prabhupada, Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasri, Gorki Jodas Babaji's, that they are eternal associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Then we also become eligible to attain that status. We can also join them. They've come with they've come to this world to bring us with them. So we can go with them. Yeah. We can where do they go? They live with Krishna. So we can also live with Krishna by their mercy. <clears throat> Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's land, Shigora Mandala Bhumi, that roughly corresponds to the modern West Bengal. That is all the place of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes. He personally appeared in Navadip, various other of his. Various other of his associates, they appeared on the bank of the Ganga. Some appeared in the Radha Desh, Nityananda Prabhu, particularly in that area which is away from the Ganga. That area is considered not very pure. That land on the bank of the Ganga is considered very pure. And that land which is not on the bank of the Ganga, that is considered not very pure. And then there's further east of the Ganga, that is the Pandava Varjata Desh, the part of India where the Pandavas, they never went. It's considered impure. But so many great, great devotees appeared there. The forefathers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his mother and father also, and then other members of the Panchatattva, Gadadha, this Advaita, Gadadha, Srivas, they all appeared, Morari Gupta, they all appeared in East Bengal, Shilad, all these places. So, that whole, actually, Goramandala Bhumi doesn't, that East Bengal is another part, but the, what is now West Bengal, that whole land is considered sacred. Who, who considers it sacred? Because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates appeared there. So, 
are such a person, they live in Vrindavan. If we can understand that, Vrindavan and Navadvip are non-different. The only difference is that in Navadvip, the mercy is more, better. Navadvip is better for us than Vrindavan. Because there, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy is flowing profusely. So Navadvip is not different from Vrindavan, just like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is not different from Krishna. The difference is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is especially merciful. So the holy dham of Navadvip is especially merciful. Who knows that Navadvip dham is non-different from Vrindavan? Such a person actually lives in Vrindavan. So the great ocean of Gora Premaras. What is that? Oh, Gora Pre, the, the, the taste, or the, or the very sweet taste of the love of Krishna, which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gives, that he is. <coughs> so whoever immerses themselves in the waves of that ocean, of course, this is very poetic language. Whoever becomes absorbed in the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So such a person, simply by that, they become a very intimate associate of Radha and Madhava. Narotanda says that whether one is a Grihastha, householder, or whether one has renounced the world. Whoever calls out to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Narottam desires his association. So we should desire the association of devotees who have made Chaitanya Mahaprabhu their life and soul. This is the uh, essence of this song as given by Narottam Dash Thakur. So you can please sing these songs, learn these songs, sing them from time to time or daily. <laughs> Your life will be better. There are so many seminars you can go to. Usually this rascal seminar, he has so many seminars, this art of something or other. He charges so much for his seminars. And how to, giving you so many things, how, I don't know what nonsense they all talk, but anyway. Some cheetah, so-called guru, very popular among Indian middle-class people with lots of money to throw away at this cheetah who gives them seminars and this and that, and personality development and so many things. But I can just tell you one thing now, how you can definitely improve your life. No cheating here. Just you can sing the songs of the Vaishnava Acharyas. Make that a daily practice in your life. Your life will be better for it. 
That's all. So, anyway, I guess that clapping is a sign that it's supposed to finish also. <coughs> so, if anyone has any question about this, Please ask. I also uh, composed one small book called Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It's the, the Reader's Digest version of Chaitanya Charitamrita and Chaitanya Bhagavat. So many devotees, I'm told, after reading that small book, they want to read the whole Chaitanya Charitamrita. They got some inspiration to do so. So if you see Chaitanya Charitamrita, you'll see big volumes. I think it's published in nine volumes now. So it used to be in 17 volumes. Now they laid it out in a way that space is saved and thinner paper, so it comes in nine volumes. So if you see that, you think, oh, too much. But can read this little book, then you'll get a taste, then you'll want to read. And when you when you uh, get through the nine volumes of Chaitanya Charitamrita, you'll think, too little. Why is there not more? And then you can read so many. Chaitanya Bhagavata. There are so many books. Chaitanya Chandradari, Chaitanya Mata Manjusha. That's a commentary on the Bhagavata. Or you can read again and again Chaitanya Charitamrita. Chaitanya Charitamrita Nitta Karopan Jaha Hoite Premananda Bhakti Tokta Gyan. Yeah, any questions, please? Yeah. yeah, it's being written down. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda and Hare Krishna Mahamantra are the same, yes? Same and different. Everything in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching. Same and different. So Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. So when we chant the Hare Krishna mantra, we're also chanting the name of Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So he's Krishna, but in a different mood. So in the same way, chanting of Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasadi Bhaktivinoda is non-different from Hare Krishna Mantra. When there is suffering, and then your suffering, is it me or my body? Hmm. Well, the body can't suffer because it's only chemicals, right? And we can't suffer because we're pure spirit soul which is all the pure spirit soul is blissful. So the suffering is all illusion. It doesn't actually exist. But because we identify with it, therefore we experience it. But actually it doesn't exist. <laughs> it's something like in a movie, For you may remember before, you took to Krishna consciousness, you used to waste your life going to movies. So, 
you feel the, the movie is supposed to bring out different emotions. But you feel sad or frightened or angry and seeing different things in the movie. But then, if you just think about it, it's just some light shining on a screen which is a recording of people making a drama. It has no actual connection with reality except that in our minds we ascribe reality to it and therefore we feel various emotions. So in the same way, everything in this world, it has no substantial reality. But just because we think it's important or we think it's real, Therefore, we feel pain and pleasure in this material world. But it has no actual existence. Think about it. The body cannot feel pain because it's only chemicals. And the spirit soul cannot feel pain because the spirit soul is by nature always blissful. We're covered by maya. <laughs> that state is covered. You said clapping is a, is West, it's a Western way. What is the Krishna conscious way of appreciating a speaker or a devotee? Well, we find, yeah, we find from the uh, Shastra, the, the Sadhuvat. Sadhuvat. You say Sadhu Sadhu. Or you can chant Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. In appreciation. Or if the Bengali and Oriya ladies, they can do Uludhani. Any Bengali or Oriya ladies here? Uh, Uludhani Dhani. Sharam Namche. Sharam Hauru Chitnam. Actually, Narottam Das Thakur in his songs. This is very good. In Narotanda says in his songs at this point the Ulu Uludani, the lady should do very auspicious. So don't think it's strained, it's very nice. If you can learn all of this, that's part of for ladies. For ladies, not for you. It's very auspicious. I was just in Bangladesh, so I, there was lots of Uludani wherever I went. Any t whenever the kirtan becomes a little lively, then ladies do Uludani, or the speaker says something which is really, really uh, inspiring. In morning and evening, every morning you have to do some ding, 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 Ganta, and at the same time Uludhani, so evening, morning, evening, like that. So this is very good. Why is it called auspicious? What is auspicious and what is inauspicious? Auspicious means Krishna likes it. But the ladies didn't do Uludhani. You have to teach them. 
I know Jai Patagamaj for years has been trying to get the Bengali Matajis in to teach the Westerners, but they'll just do very quietly. They're a little afraid. They think it's something very strange, maybe. But it drives away all bad influences. So Krishna likes it. So it's auspicious. And you better do it, otherwise it will all be lost. Everything's getting lost. All the culture's getting lost. And Indians, they, they, I'm seeing more and more, they, they dress like Westerners, they talk, they say, try to talk like Westerners. Try to talk English. And, and they think like Westerners. Recently there was some good sign. The whole government came out against this ban on the proposed ban in Russia against the Bhagavad Gita. I just think all these MPs, they, never, they actually know what's in the Gita or just out of some sentiment they're saying like that. I doubt if they actually know. If they actually knew, they wouldn't be in the parliament because <laughs> you know, they have a lot of sinful results to get from... First of all, to get in that position, you have to be very corrupt. And to be in that position, you have to be very corrupt. It's, you can't... It, I mean, they say that the Prime Minister is not corrupt, but I don't know. You know a man by his association. And uh, it, it's like one of our devotees years ago in Bangladesh, he was a police officer, and then he became a devotee and said, it's, I can't not be corrupt. It's, it's practically not possible as a policeman not to be corrupt because that's just the way of life. And uh, If you don't do it, then the other policemen, they become afraid that something's wrong with you and maybe you'll report on them or something like that. So what was I saying about the... Uh, how do I get to talk about politics? Bhagavad Gita, yeah. So, yeah, if they were actually uh, following Bhagavad Gita, then they, they should be very... Afraid to be in that position at all. At least, anyway, at least they have some sentiment for it. There's great publicity for Bhagavad Gita as it is, thanks to the people who are trying to ban it. <laughs> the demons, their plans always work against them. Just like this uh, counselor, he ordered all the young children to be killed, but somehow or other they. All the demons who went out, they killed all the newborn children, only of the demons, not of the devotees. So. Otherwise, how would there be so many young children playing with Krishna? Yoga Maya covered it. So, yeah. Um, you're, you're all, always uh, pushing with regard to um, reading books that give all practicality. Uh, most of us, it becomes the last priority. Yeah, busy life. Well, one way you can read books is to stop living such a busy life. <laughs> it's not, it wasn't actually intended as a joke. It's a very serious thing, which... Srila Prabhupada said, and people, for most people it seems to be like a dream, an impossibility, but 
Some of you are showing that it's also possible. You don't have to. You are not forced to live the way of life that you are presently leading. You don't have to live like this. You can live a more simple life. Of course, it you have to come together and see how to do that. It's difficult in the modern age because the demons have programmed everyone to think that you have to have a job and work hard and earn money and live in an apartment and fill your apartment with all kinds of things which you don't actually need. And you have to earn money and you have to, get to have all these things. And then you have to work hard and then you don't have time to read the books. But there's another thing you can do which is just cut out of it altogether and go and live a simple life without electricity, which means you don't have all these gadgets and you don't have to work hard to buy them all. And you don't have to have a car or spend money for petrol to put in the car because everything, you just walk wherever you... There's no need to go here, there and everywhere. And you have time for chanting Hare Krishna and reading. Yeah, okay. Very good. And, all right, we've been talking about it. Now some of our devotees are doing it. And I recently visited some devotees who just moved onto the land, giving up their good jobs, earning lots of money, living on the land, no electricity in the cold winter with the hot summer ahead. And... I could immediately, I could see how, even though they were serious devotees before going onto the land, otherwise they wouldn't have gone onto the land and lived like that, how happy they look. I didn't need to ask them. They could see how happy they look. And they, they, they thank me, oh, thank you for directing us to live here. We're so happy. We have, you know, all our life now is Krishna conscious. And they're very happy. So that's one thing you can do. Otherwise, there are stopgap measures like uh, if you listen on the way to work, you can put your i put some lecture on your iPod and stick the things in your ears and listen to it. And that you can do also. But if you really want to get serious, then cut out of this horrible, demoniac civilization. Soul-killing civilization. Exploitive, nasty civilization. People are suffering so much in the modern world and the, 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 the leaders have just brainwashed people so badly that they think they're actually enjoying it. It's like the hog is eating stool and thinking he's enjoying it. How can you... How, it's not possible for the pure Atma to enjoy eating stool. But the hog thinks very nice. So we're brainwashed by that. We, we, from the childhood, practically from age one now, the kids get sent... I don't know what... As soon as they can... They can just make a few noises. They're sent for education or so, or play school or something. And then 
Apparently from the age of five they have this education which is just cramming their head with all kinds of useless information. And they have exams. From what age do they start exams now? Five, six? Just putting so much pressure on the poor children. They have That's how they start life. And that's all a preparation just so they can go and work at some job which they don't like. Their whole, you have to spend your whole life doing what you don't want to do. It's simply frustrating just so that you can have an iPod or something like this. And that's supposed to be your prize. It's a horrible civilization. Horrible. Every way. People, everyone's unhappy. Just, you can see, you are in Dubai. These are, Dubai is supposed to be the, the people, the better off people. The, the, when you get your first job in Dubai, you go, ah, oh, I'm going to Dubai. How wonderful. But no one's happy. You just look at the faces of the people. No one's happy. So, you don't have to live like this. You can live as people have lived for generations. Just live whatever the land gives you. You don't even know what the land can give. If you're living in the city, you've never tasted fresh vegetables in your life. Fresh means cut, cook, and offer to Krishna. If it's in the bazaar, it means it's not fresh. So, anyway, you can think about it. If you actually want to be absorbed in Krishna consciousness, you can do it to some extent. But not to the... Here, you can do also. But like you say, people don't have time for reading. It means if you go on with this life, you'll never read Chaitanya Chaitanya. You'll never read... Until you're reti- you'll never have any hope to read until you're retired. Miserable. I was fortunate enough to start reading Chaitanya Charitamrita before I was 20. <laughs> so, that was my good fortune. You can also make yourself fortunate. You have to be a little bold, have faith in Krishna. So, we'll finish then. There are so many questions, but I have limited time, right? I'm supposed to go off to Kuwait and give a lecture there this evening. So, I think I should go.